Number 200.
specials or anything. Do you have any specials? I know you always, y'all always do. Do I? <laughs> I know you guys always do have something.
It was beautiful. It's good to have everybody here this evening. We're missing a few this week. Remember Brother Tony, as he is working, he had to work later, and uh, Sister Tammy is filling under the weather. Um, Brother Ed and Sister Andy, it's kind of hard for them to drive this far at night, so they weren't able to be with us, but we'll have them recording so that we can share with them. Dem- I was going to ask if he was... Oh, that's a long way from home. So let's remember... That is very true. That's a way... For- that's, a- that's a much longer distance. Or Carlsbad, that's not too, not too terribly far, but just far enough to be not at home. So let's remember Brother Dennis as he travels. Let's remember Brother Patrick, if he's not with us tonight. Um, remember Sister Barbara and her health and Sister Andy. Um, I know I'm missing somebody. Remember Joe got some good news today. It's a praise report. So he actually got... he doesn't have any growth beyond where the original cancer is found so that's excellent news and his surgery is on the 23rd still 9 30 in the morning so you have to show up with bells on they want you to show up hungry too don't they <laughs> unfortunately that's the side effect of all that isn't it so we're praying for the doctors and for for you and make a quick recovery. I know that's going to be down, down a little downtime there. Yeah, Granny, you sure you can I handle him? I know. I thought so too. No, <laughs> we have to give him a hard time. We we haven't seen him in a while, so I always tell him we, we miss you. We're gonna have to revoke your membership. <laughs> Tell us, says I'm gonna I'm gonna have to send a search party for you. So it's good to have Mike and Melissa and their family with us. Um. So. Let's remember those of our number that are not with us tonight, and those of us that those of, that are traveling, and remember our brothers and sisters wherever they are. It's good to have Mike and Melissa with us, even if it is for a short time. We love visitors, and uh, it's good to get to see some folks we hadn't seen in a while. So, any other prayer requests tonight to make mention? I did fail to mention, but continue to remember Alta and uh, Tom. And um, I'm trying to think. There was another prayer request that I had mentioned, and I can't remember off the top of my head. Somebody asked this week. Remember Brother Dave Champagne's brother? He's been in the hospital, and they had to put a pacemaker in, and Brother Dave said yesterday, I think it was, that he was back in the hospital again. So please remember his brother. He asked for prayer specifically for him to serve the Lord So, um, and for his health. Um, Dave said he intends to visit him when they come this way in October to see him at some point, Lord willing. So remember them. And any others? If not, we'll go to the Lord in a word of prayer and we'll bow our heads. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you so much for this day and we thank you for your many blessings. Lord, we ask that your blessing upon our time together and we ask that you would be with those of our number that are not with us, whatever the reason. Lord, we ask that you would Watch over each one of us in care and your care and protection for us. And we ask that you would help us to encourage one another in our service. Lord, as we see your, your day approaching, we ask that you would help us be encouragement to our visitors, Lord, and that you would 
I'll be with uh, Brother Mike as he speaks the words that the Lord lays on his heart. We ask that you would, again, bless our time of fellowship and be with them as they travel. We ask all these things in your son's name. Amen. All right, Brother Mike, turn it over to you. Well, it's an honor to be before you, be here with you. And and, uh, Gary had told me how uh, sweet the fellowship was here. And as you'll find when you travel to other churches around, it's a wonderful blessing to be with brethren in different places. We started our trip and we went just to meet Gary's fiance's family. We're trying to blend those two families, whether they want to be or not. So we went down there and stayed with stayed in uh, his fiance's mother's home, and so we went to the nursing home to see her. And some some brethren we never met before came while we were there to have their services in the nursing home. And it turned out it was people. Three of them had been saved way back forty nine years before when Brother Herbert Baker, who was my great uncle, uh, preached uh, revival there in the well, we were in the sticks. I mean, it's Marshall, Arkansas. You know where Marshall is. So. Uh, <laughs> We were in the mountains down there, and we had a great time. Just, you know, it's amazing how we were there when they were because we had no idea they were coming. And so we had sweet fellowship with them uh, for and then the rest of that day. And we went to a church in South Texas um, and enjoyed fellowship there. It's good to be here. We, we made the rounds, saw the Carlsbad Caverns and Grand Canyon and did the other things with the churches and I'm looking forward to home. We miss our family there, uh, but it's good to be here. And I am a layman, so you, so you have to uh, forgive me. I normally get very nervous, and I've been doing devotions in our church for the whole time since I was since I was saved and joined. So I still get nervous at home, but uh, anyway, I'm not a preacher, and so. Keep that in mind. <laughs> we, I'm, uh, I'm unworthy to, but you know we we travel around and I've talked with pastors uh, when we had meetings in Arkansas this year and uh, they were talking about problems in the churches and uh, dwindling numbers in the churches around and and of course we've seen problems everywhere, but. Um, you know, it seems like if this isn't the great falling away, you know, uh, we know what it's going to look like. It's We're getting a taste of it. But people in general, you know, the masses don't want to have anything to do with Christ for sure. They they reject God and uh, don't want any uh, comment or side of it so that they don't be they won't be convicted. And and they're doing a good job of of. Uh, pushing the Lord out, but. Um, you know, as as his people, we need to focus on things that pleases pleases God. And so often, you know, we get focused on what what we think is our our life that that doesn't have anything to do with with Christ. We we can uh, serve the Lord in whatever we do. Don't get me wrong, whatever business or, but those things can't be our focus. Those they can't be. Uh, we can't put those as idols before our Lord and and uh, build those up and put put our energy into them and not be doing those things for the Lord. And I just want to read a few. I'm going to power through these. So I have 
quite a few, and I know uh, it's late. Some of y'all have a drive, but we'll start in Deuteronomy chapter 30. Just read in verse 15. Deuteronomy 30 and 15 says, See, I have set before thee this day life and good and death and evil, and that I command thee this day to love the Lord thy God, to walk in his ways, and to keep his commandments and his statutes and his judgments, that thou mayest live and multiply. And the Lord thy God shall bless thee in the land whither thou goest to possess it. But if thine heart turn away, so that thou wilt not hear, but shall be drawn away and worship other gods and serve them, I denounce unto you this day that you shall surely perish, and that ye shall not prolong your days upon the land whither thou passest over Jordan to go to possess it. I call heaven and earth to record this day against you that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore choose life that thou and thy seed may live, and thou mayest, that thou mayest love the Lord thy God, that thou mayest obey his voice, and thou mayest cleave unto him, for he is thy life and the length of thy days. <coughs> that thou mayest dwell in the land which the Lord swear unto thy fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, to give them. Um, turn over to Hebrews 6. I can get over there. Hebrews 6 and verse 4. So, you know, God has plans for us. He, he's promised us and he's given us the earnest of the Spirit, um, but also the Spirit to, to lead us. We promised, as the song said, to follow where he leads. And uh, so Hebrews 6 and verse 4 says, For it is impossible for those who were once enlightened and have tasted the, of the heavenly gift and were made partakers of the Holy Ghost, and have tasted the good word of God and the powers of the world to come, if they shall fall away to renew them again unto repentance, seeing they crucified themselves the Son of God afresh and put him to an open shame. <clears throat> for the earth which drinketh in the rain that cometh oft upon it and bringeth forth herbs, meat for them by whom it is dressed, receiveth blessing from God. But that which beareth thorns and briars is rejected and is nigh unto cursing whose end is to be burned. But, beloved, we are persuaded better things of you and things that accompany salvation, though we thus speak. For God is not unrighteous to forget your work and labor of love, which you've showed toward his name, in that you have ministered to the saints and do minister. And we desire that every one of you do show the same diligence to the full assurance of hope unto the end, that thou be not slothful, but followers of them, who through faith and patience inherit the promises. For when God made promise to Abraham because he could swear by no greater, he swore by himself, saying, Surely I will bless thee and multiply, implying I will multiply thee. And, um, you know, the uh, I'm just going to hit my church. I love the fellowship I have with the brethren that I've known there. And uh, we, have a, we have a sweet fellowship indeed, but... Um, you know, when I think of pro hear of problems in other churches, we have problems too. And the, 
one of the problems is we're we are scared of fellowship. We don't want to we don't want to uh, get out of our comfort zone. Uh, we need those things, brethren, and uh, and you know we need strength, and and uh, seems like we're losing it. We're losing strength, and we can lose people. We can lose numbers when we uh, part of uh, fulfilling what God has for us to do is to lift up and to to hold on to. And sometimes it's not uh, com- comfortable for us to when we see a problem with a brother uh, to step in and and reach out to him to. Uh, to help them out of that, and um, Hebrews three, Hebrews three, excuse me, in verse twelve. Take heed, brethren, lest there be any in any of you an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God. But exhort one another daily, while it is called today, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. For we are made partakers of Christ if we hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast unto the end. While it is said today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts as in the provocation. For some, when they had heart, had heard, excuse me, did provoke, howbeit not all that came out of Egypt by Moses, but with whom was he grieved forty years? Was it not with them that had sinned, whose carcass fell in the wilderness, and to whom... Swear he that they should not enter into his rest, but them that believe not. So we see that they could not enter in because of unbelief. Let's go over to Matthew 24. Twenty-four and verse ten. <clears throat> so he's Christ is telling his disciples of the. Signs that of the of the very end or the end times, and it says in verse ten, or excuse me, did I say verse ten? Yeah. And then many, and then shall many be offended, and shall betray one another, and shall hate one another, and many false prophets shall rise, and shall deceive many. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. But he that shall endure to the end, the same shall be saved. And then on in verse 45 and 46, the end of this chapter. So backing up in uh, 42. Watch therefore, for you know not what hour your Lord doth come. But know this, that if the good men of the house had known what watch the thief would come, he would have watched and not have suffered his house to be broken up. Therefore be you also ready, for in such an hour as you think not, the Son of Man cometh. Who then is that faithful and wise servant whom the Lord hath made ruler of his household to give them meat in due season? Blessed is that servant whom the, whom his Lord, when he cometh, shall find so doing. You know, the uh, relatively compared to the to the masses, there's few that are on this path with us. And but you know, are we going to stay? Are we going to stay with it? Um, are we going to? To uh, continue the work that the Lord's put before us, there's just there's just His work. It's it's uh, you know the uh, says faith without works is dead. We we can't afford for the faith that we've we've been granted to wither and die. We have to rekindle you know the fire that will take us to the end. The 
um, understand that His Spirit is leading us into to His uh, purpose. And you know, when I was when I was saved, when I met met Him, I promised Him He could have all my life. You know, and and then we uh, we really do. Uh, just get caught up, distracted, whatever you want to say, and uh, you know we're not. We don't want to be the ones that leave our first love, that fire that he that he placed in us, the zeal we first had when we we came to know him. Uh, God's purpose is uh, bigger than our our uh, worldly dreams and and things. He's uh, he's called us to that work. The uh, harvest is great, but but there's there's few workers for it, unfortunately. Go to James chapter one. James one and in verse two. So here we go. <laughs> My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. But let patience have her perfect work, that you may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, that giveth to all men liberally, and abradeth not, and it shall be given unto him. And then, uh, just verse 12 here, at the, later on here. Um, Blessed is the man that endureth temptation, for when he's tried, he shall receive the crown of life, which the Lord hath promised to them that love him. Um, we're tempted and tried uh, as his people. We're, you know, everything's not butterflies and rainbows. We're tempted spiritually and physically, and tried spiritually and physically. But he's with us in all of it if we if we cleave to him, as the song said. Or the scripture, excuse me. Um, over in Second Peter, Second Peter in chapter one, in verse five here. And beside this, give giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, and to virtue knowledge, and to knowledge temperance. And to temperance, patience, and to patience, godliness, and to godliness, brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness, charity. For if these things be in you and abound, they make you that you shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. That's a promise that, that uh, you know, sometimes we feel like failures. Um, he tells us to, by the Spirit, of course, to add these things to our being, uh, to, to, to grow them. And, you know, some of those are tough. Patience is a tough thing to grow because there's only one way to do it. Um, but the benefit of this is that we, we, we can't be unfruitful. It's, it's easy to look around and say, I have, you know, what have I done for the Lord? It's true. It's not much. <laughs> but he's promised that if, if I am his, that, and I'm and I'm seeing these things grow in my life that I can't be unfruitful. I, I'm going to be bearing fruit. 
Verse 9, But he that lacketh these things is blind, cannot see afar off, and hath forgotten that he pur- that he was purged from his old sins. How, how sad is that when we seem to have forgotten uh, the great great gift that Christ gave freely. Wherefore, brethren, give diligence to make a calling and election sure, for if you do these things, you shall never fall. Again, a great promise there. Oh, let's see. Second Peter chapter 3, over here in verse 10. Or did I read that already? <laughs> no, I didn't. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat, the earth also, and the works that are therein shall be burned up. Seeing then that these that all these things shall be dissolved, what manner of persons ought you to be in all holy conversation and godliness? Or what does our life look like in in uh, the light of that knowledge? Looking forward and hasting unto the coming of the day of the Lord, wherein the heavens being on fire shall be dissolved, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. Nonetheless, or nevertheless, excuse me, we, according to his promise, look for a new heavens and a new earth, wherein dwelleth righteousness. Wherefore, beloved, seeing that you look for such things, be diligent, that you may be found of him in peace, without spot and blameless. That's only possible through Christ. <laughs> we put on Christ and... and Cling to Him. He is the way that we can be found blameless. The only way I can be blameless is in Christ, Christ's righteousness. And according, or excuse me, verse 15, an account that, he, that the long-suffering of our Lord is salvation, even as our beloved brother Paul, also according to the wisdom given unto him, hath written unto you, as also in all his epistles, speaking in them of these things, in which are some things hard to be understood, which they that are unlearned and unstable rest, as they do also the other scriptures, unto their own destruction. But verse 17, Ye therefore, beloved, seeing that you know these things before, beware, lest ye also, being led away with the error of the wicked, fall from your own steadfastness, but grow in grace and the knowledge of, your, of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Um, you know, um, there's been many times of you know in my my time in the church that I've fallen from my steadfastness. It, it can, and we've seen it in brothers and, and sisters. Um, so we need to understand that you know, we're weak, that we need the Lord in everything. That we need to draw closer to Him in in pr- through prayer and in in uh, concentrating on things that pleases Him. That we all that we would be growing. You know, the one of the most powerful messages I've ever heard was from a brother, dear brother in Little Rock area. That, um, and it was just simply the fifty-seventh uh, Psalm that says, "My heart is fixed," and and talks about singing Lord's praises. And you know, there's no stopping point. We we are going to put down this flesh. I, I worked in a funeral home for almost ten years, and you know we're gonna we're gonna lay this flesh down. But that spirit that God breathed into us is eternal, and uh, so as we move towards that, if, if the Lord doesn't come back, we're gonna see our physical death. We don't ever have to see spiritual death, and but for our heart to be fixed, that you know we're never gonna toss it in. It doesn't matter 
what the what we're tried with or tempted with in either way, spiritually or physically, we're going to withstand it because Christ goes before us. He he leads where we follow. He's he's going before us to uh, see us through it. And it's there's tough stuff. I mean, we see uh, brethren go through terrible circumstances, but those circumstances are all temporary. They uh, whatever they are. Uh, and whatever the end of it is, it's temporary. Physically, it's it's just that way. Second Thessalonians. We'll uh, go over here for a second. Um, Second Thessalonians in, ver- in chapter two. Excuse me, verse fifteen. Therefore, brethren, stand fast and hold the traditions which you've been taught. Have we seen churches uh, and religious people in the, the that we know of um, conform to the world? I mean, that's just how it how it's happened. You know, the world goes one way, and the church, for whatever reason, has followed a little bit. Some of some of us, some of us, some of them, um, it's not right. Uh, but hold the traditions which you've been taught, whether by word or our epistle. Now our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God, even our Father, which hath loved us, hath given us everlasting consolation and good hope through grace. Come for your hearts and establish you in every good word and work. So he's, he's made us complete to, to do what he wants us, you know, where he's leading us. He's, he's given us everything that we need. Hebrews 10 work these in the um, going the wrong way it's a very familiar passage but uh, Hebrews 10 and verse 35 cast not away therefore your confidence which hath great recompense of reward for you have need of patience that after you've done the will of God you might receive the promise. For yet a little while, and he that shall come will come and will not tarry. Now the just shall live by faith, but if any man draw back, my soul shall not have ple- have no pleasure in him. But verse 39, and you know, this needs to be speaking of us, but we are not of them who draw back unto perdition, but of them who believe to the saving of the soul. So, Colossians 1, and I'm almost... We're almost done with all my readings. I, I sat at Tyler's desk and they just kept coming in that way, which is kind of strange. Like I said, I usually do a short devotion, so I didn't know if Tyler was going to speak tonight or not, so I, it was just how it happened. But Colossians 1 and verse 21 says, And you that were sometimes alienated, and enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now has he reconciled. In the body of his flesh through death to present you holy and unblameable and unreprovable in his sight, if you continue in the faith, grounded and settled, and be not moved away from the hope of the gospel which ye have heard and which was preached to every creature which is under heaven, whereof I, Paul, am made a minister. In Second Timothy, 
Second Timothy. I can't read my own notes now. Oh, okay. Second Timothy three and verse fourteen. And then on into chapter three for just a couple of verses. Um, so second Tim whoops, that's the wrong. Second Timothy three and verse fourteen. But continue thou in the things which thou hast learned and hast been assured of, knowing of whom thou hast learned them. You think of all the great brothers and sisters who've taught us, brothers that have um, taken our beginning faith and and helped us to grow and understand. Um, And on down from the very beginning, Verse 15, and thou, that thou from, from a child hast, thou hast known the holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. And chapter 4 here, just for a couple of verses, I... I charge thee, therefore, before God and Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing in his kingdom. Preach the word, be instant in season, out of season, reprove, rebuke, exhort with all unsuffering and doctrine. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lusts shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears, and shall turn they, they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned unto fables. I don't think I was even planning on reading this. I'm sorry. Uh, just just the first verse, I guess. Somehow I, I messed that up. But Proverbs 2. That didn't sound like something I studied this afternoon. And it, it wasn't. But Proverbs 2 and verse 7. He layeth up sound wisdom for the righteous. He's a buckler to them that walk uprightly and keepeth the paths of judgment and preserveth the way of his saints. So thank, thankfully the Lord preserves my way, our ways, um, for he is. He never, he never will leave, leave our side. And, or, uh, verse 9, the, then shalt thou understand righteousness and judgment and equity, yea, every good path. When wisdom entereth into thine heart, and knowledge is pleasant to thy soul. Discretion shall preserve thee, understanding shall keep thee. And lastly, for the scriptures that I had, uh, Hebrews 13. Get back over here for a second. Hebrews 13 and, and just one verse. Well, I guess two verses. Verse 20 of Hebrew, uh, Hebrews 13. Now the God of peace that brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make you perfect in every good work to do his will, working in you that which is well-pleasing in his sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. The... Uh, You know, we've seen the the beginning of our walk with the Lord, and and I want to see where it goes. I want to see where the Lord takes me. Um, 
as Deuteronomy said over there, he's our life, the length of our days, that we may dwell in the land that swore to our fathers, but we have to obey his voice and cling to him. He told, he warned them to, to, to exhorted them to do that. Um, he's blessed me so fully. Um, there's never been, I don't believe, any more of a lonely existence than mine. Uh, with, I started using drugs right out of high school and went as far as you can go, alienated myself from my parents and anybody that ever loved me. And, and so, long story short, receiving him, he, he never quit knocking, never quit trying, trying on me from a long time before that, that I ever accepted it. And um, he's given me so much, you know, I, I can never claim to be lonely, but I had, I had a lonely existence at one time. He's filled my life, and, and so everything that I have that's worth having, everything that lasts and, and is worth anything, I was just given freely by the Lord. There's no question about that. But like I said, we promised him every bit of our lives, or I, you know, I did, and, and we all did that are his. And then somehow that, that is shrinking, or it can shrink. We can shrink that sacrifice down to then what percentage of, of our life is his. You know, we just we can get to a point where it's less than a tithe. It, he wants everything. Ten uh, percent, that's not a... <laughs> and I'm talking about what we do, you know, not what we give to the church. He, he, wants, he wants everything that we are. We're to be fully committed to our role in this church, uh, our part in encouraging and exhorting to lift up. Because we see, you know, that our faith can grow weak. Mine can. Anyone's can. And we see that. And we can't just let, let people go. We can't. we got to be an encouragement. And we got to be growing together. We, we need unity that the Spirit leads us to. Our human, our human uh, quality, our flesh, is going to drive the other way. It's, we're, you know. We're going to look to ourselves. We're going to be selfish. And, uh, but, you know, and again, and another thing, um, we have a tendency in, when we talk about what we're supposed to be giving to the Lord as a percentage of our life, we have a tendency to cover up our faith as something that we're ashamed of at times, which is inexplicable. But, but when we are to be reaching out with the gospel that was entrusted to us, uh, you know, as as I was given much, much is expected. As I was forgiven much, believe me, I was forgiven much. That I'm to love that much. Um, so we fall short of that. We we want to be comfortable, and uh, it never never said anything about us being comfortable. It uh, we need to be okay with being uncomfortable if uh, God's leading us to do something. And we need more of God's goodness, not less. You know, they got what what we see in our encouragement from our brethren. Uh, all those things we need we need very much. We don't need to uh, to think. Well, you know, uh, that's a little bit much for you know. I just don't don't feel like it or whatever. Anything can get in the way, um, and sometimes I I let it get in the way. Whether and you can do it and still go, you know, I'm not talking about anything particular. You can still go to go to the services and, and miss out on the fellowship or the, the messages that are speaking to our hearts. We can 
we got to kind of tune our brother out that's preaching to us, my cousin, Jared. He, um, and it doesn't matter who it is, we can tune him out. We don't have to be convicted by what the Word's saying to us. The Spirit leads us to make the changes that that uh, the Word the Word brings to our attention, the problems in our lives. And I do have one more scripture there that, you know, as I say, um, need to focus on the things that pleases God. Philippians four. I wrote this one right at the end, and it's very familiar to all of us as well. But how important is it when we see the evil? around us and we need like you know we left our bubble in in gatewood and travel out and we're we're here in your bubble here but you know we got to work every day and see the you know not everything is unpleasant but there's there's we see a lot of evil we see the world going the other way and philippians 4 and verse 8 i believe it is Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of a good report. So basically, Jesus, for, you know, think of our think of our blessings, think of our Lord. What, um, and if there be any praise, think on these things, and uh, those things which you both learned and received and heard and seen in me do. And the God of peace shall be with you. Um, you know, nothing, nothing greater than, than God's peace. Uh, um, just, uh, I think that's all I had. That's all my notes. I exhausted them. So, uh, you know, you you uh, study and you have have uh, a lot of things to say, and then sometimes they they fly away before you get them before you get them said. Even. Uh, even if you study it for a while there. But I appreciate y'all, um, your hospitality here tonight. It's been wonderful to, to be here. We had never been to this church, at least I hadn't. Melissa, I don't think, had either. Um, our our brethren there in Gatewood, uh, known uh, Brother Wayne and Sister Shirley for many years. And, of course, Gary talking about the, the great fellowship he's enjoyed here, which is a blessing to just hear about. So I get to, to see it, it's even better. But I appreciate Brother Tyler. Remember our church and, and us on our way home. You know, that's one of the things that we have to be reminded of quite frequently is the 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 pure the purest gift that we have ever been given is the opportunity to serve the Lord, and using using that gift um, as the Lord would have us to. I was thinking about Second Corinthians chapter four. Read a few verses there. It says, "Therefore, seeing we have this ministry, as we have received mercy, we faint not, but have renounced the hidden things of dishonesty, not walking in craftiness nor handling the word of God deceitfully, but by manifestation of the truth." commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. But if our gospel be hid, it is hid in them that are lost. And in whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them that which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. For we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, 
and ourselves your servants for Jesus' sake. For God who commanded the light to shine out of the darkness hath shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. So, reminding that we have a work that we are supposed to do. We've been given this, that we not turn back to the things of the earth that are dishonest and immoral or given over to things that man would rejoice in, but that we remember what? He says, we have renounced those hidden things, the dishonesty, the craftiness, the handling of the word God deceitfully, but by manifestation of the truth, commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. So, we having put those things away, look to do the Lord's service. And that does require us to look to Him to guide us and to protect us and encourage us and strengthen us. And we need one another. Like you mentioned, we're kind of away from one another. Um, so the fellowship is important amongst our amongst our individual assemblies and and together collectively when we have the opportunity to come together. Thank goodness for technology. We can at least be a little closer even when we're far apart. So thank you for those for the word, Brother Mike. Lord calls us all to give account of the scripture, so never know when our opportunity might be. So we appreciate you coming and bringing the word for us. And appreciate the fellowship. And send our love to the church there at uh, Gatewood. And of course, Brother Gary, our sojourner. <laughs> so I'll have to call him and give him a hard time tomorrow at some point. So any questions, any comments, any parting shots? All right. We'll all stand to be dismissed. Again, remember those that are on the road or those that are not feeling well. Let's remember one another as we go throughout the rest of our week. Let's remember to take care of one another and show the Lord, show the example the Lord has given us to others. So, any other thing to add before we dismiss? Thank the ladies for the food, Sister Karen, for all the the food that she brought and. Sister Shirley, for what uh, for all the food that you brought, so you ladies sure know how to put on good feed. So we appreciate that. Nothing else, and we'll have a word of prayer. And Brother Mike, would you dismiss us, please? Yes. Father, mercy, Lord, thankful for your love for us and all of your blessings upon each of us. We pray for your will upon our families, our churches. Praise that your will will be done in us. We will continue to look to you, trusting, Lord, learn to lean upon you and, and to do the things that you find pleasing, the, the work that we hold up the, the gospel that's been entrusted to us as to those that haven't known the truth. That we pray that you would encourage, you would strengthen our work in this way help us be focused on good things and think on higher things that we might be might be what you'd have to be Lord just bless 
all, all the many needs mentioned here tonight and the one just their burdens of our hearts. Look, look after us as we go to our homes. Thank you for gifts of our sins. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Yeah. You got to understand, Gary is, Gary's got a, like I said, a fiance, and he's been, he's been hitting the road hard, uh, and it's only home one day a week, so. I gave him a hard time. He'll, he'll be was, back. I'm sure they'll be back together. He told, he told me, he says, he'll come, he said he plans to come back as soon as he can. Yeah, I'm sure he does. <laughs> he ha- he'll have to go on tour. I think they probably will. <laughs> I'll get that stuff for yeah. I'll go put it in the trash. Did, did you want this or? Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll drink a little. Okay. I'll take it for you. Thank you. You're very welcome. I heard something today. I was listening to a sermon in Kentucky, and this guy said fear is mentioned 365 times. Do not fear in the Bible. Yeah. And I didn't know that it was mentioned that many times. It doesn't surprise me. There's a song um, here on the radio, Fear is a Liar. Mm. And I really like that song. I've never heard that. But yeah, I, yeah. I thought that was interesting. There's 365 days in a year. There's 365 times, so do not fear. To not fear. And I've met so many people scared to death. <laughs> <laughs> And I guess we don't have no sense. No. Sorry. Thank you. Jonathan says, what we don't eat. Granny says, 
the bottom of those are hard. I didn't eat any, I don't know. I couldn't. I, I ate some, but it was. Hey, hey sugar. Even though. It's hot. Hot girl. Hi, Rebecca. How are you? I know, she's so cute. Those two are, have been funny to interact together. you, baby. The ones that interact with each other and it just cracks you up to watch them. It's Detna Mariah's boys. Because he'll just, he'll just, these ones, where's the rest of the It's been open. Interact with them like, and it's like the three of them. Then carry on their own little Take it off. <laughs> you believe? No, no. 